Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, BPJ number 83, that's Vice Pnimi Joint Shear, Shear number 83. So, Pashas Mais, at the end of the Pasha, which we also lane, interesting enough, Mincha of Yen Kippur, talks about forbidden marriages, forbidden sexual intimacy with certain members of one's own extended family, and it's quite a serious thing. Shamshafal Hirsch on his Pirish on the Torah explains a little bit of it. We're going to go through this because it's very important for everyone that's married and in that marriage to understand this aspect of it. The first thing that he explains is, again, I'm not saying word for, for word, you can look inside for the word for word, but first he really explains that Sexuality is considered erva, a negative thing, when it's reduced to just the physical, just to the animal life type of sexuality, because Hashem didn't design it that way for human beings. Not just not for Jews, but not for B'nai Noyach as well, not for anyone who's human, who has a tzalem alikim. Hashem designed it differently, sexuality, by animals than by human beings, vastly, vastly different. Even those animals where we see you could learn from, where Mishle says learn from them, or others in the Chazal, they talk about it. For example, the, the loyalty of a pigeon staying with their own mate, a dove staying with their own mate, um, a penguin actually very dedicated also pretty much sticks and recognizes their mate. So that Hashem put in there as an instinct to, for us to learn from. But it's instinct in them. It doesn't come from a free will choice. In general, by animals, it's purely instinct. And the sexual aspects of it is to fulfill a particular physical need in order to propagate the species. However, when it comes to human beings, Hashem said, that's only one aspect of sexuality. The physical is important. I put you here in the physical world. Human beings are in the physical world. They have sexuality. That's part of their makeup. It's not just for pruvu, not just to p- propagate the species, not just to have children, but to bond a male and a female of a human being, one to another. But that already in- has within it the spiritual and emotional component to it. That it creates the most intimate, strongest spiritual union of the minds and hearts of two human beings. Where Hashem wanted it to be in the place of a man and a woman getting married and living together. Ahava v'achva v'shalim v'reyos. Love, companionship, peace, and deep friendship. That is stronger than death, Mayim Rabim That water cannot, a flood of water cannot extinguish that love. The Davak Davak means it's not erva. Davak Tvekus is not just connecting physically. 
Now, Rabbi Shanshal Fal Hirsch in the English translation says loses all erva sensuality and becomes invested with the highest moral dedication. Very, very true. But I think he's medayik there where it says it, it, it loses all erva sensuality. But it does not lose sensuality. Physical sensuality is there. Erva sensuality is not. That's the difference. In other words, it's like this. By, a, by an animal, it's purely a physical need. Even the emotional is based on the instinct of the animal, not free will. By a human being, the physicality of the sexual connection is one out of many aspects of a human being. Let's pick three for now, emotionally and spiritually being the other two. So in a human being, in particular a Jew, but even in any human being, when a husband and wife connect physically, there's also an emotional connection, there's also a spiritual connection. So when you have that, so the, the third of it, let's call it third, the physical is not erva anymore. It's sensual, it's hormonal, it's sexual, but it's not erva. It comes out of the category of erva, and it becomes something very unique and special the way Hashem wants it. And the whole Simcha Sachayim, family happiness, as we're going to explain, national happiness, builds itself up through this experience. In other words, as we're going to explain, if not this year in the upcoming Shiurim, the sexual physical bond of a husband and a wife in a Jewish home, when not ignoring and not neglecting the other two aspects of emotional and spiritual, and you have that physical, that physical is the glue that sustains themselves to each other, that connects the family unit, even their children, as we're going to explain, and also the overall family makeup of Kla Yisrael. National happiness builds itself up. Which is a fascinating concept, by the way. How the Aina, the, we're not talking about Pruvu now, but the Aina, the connection between a husband and wife, sexually, in the right way, the way the Torah wants it, when the Shechin is there, that creates a building of a bond between them and their children, and them and Klai Yisrael as a whole, physically and spiritually combined. Now all this, as we explained, as he's explaining, is that this feeling is with a husband and a wife. A husband and a wife. The Vidavak, the connection, to become like one flesh, is only in married life with the man she is supposed to marry, with the woman that he's supposed to marry. No comparison whatsoever to any family love connection, whether it's a brother-sister relationship, whether it's a, to a parent. This is even opposite gender. Brother and sister are opposite genders, male-female. Whole different animal, or want to use a better expression, whole different ballgame, whole different dynamic. Father-mother, same thing. A child, son to a mother, a daughter to a father. Um, an aunt, an uncle, all of these things 
their connection is a different type of connection of attached hearts, attached feelings to one another in a pure way that is divested, that has nothing to do with a sexual element of it. If that sexual element comes into the picture, chas v'shalom, in those areas, then instead of having a union of two beings, it sinks down to erva, and that's what erva is. Erva is where Hashem says, this doesn't work in this dimension, and it falls into the purely animal connection to it, and it's very, very destructive. So parental love, brotherly and sisterly love, family love, all have separate missions, connections of soul that's separate from what in English is called a conjugal love or a conjugal mission, which is separate. It's the building of a family life, of a structure. So when it says, for example, uh, in, in Parshish Achri Mais, the, a son and a mother, that would be an erva, they cannot have a sexual connection, very simply, because a mother cannot become a wife to that person without ceasing to be the mother. In other words, the, the connection physically would create the person's not the role of the mother anymore. Same thing with a sister, same thing with an aunt, an uncle, and so on and so forth. Then it would go be reduced to an erva. This is more or less the gist of what Rosham Shalfal Hirsch explains in Parshas Achrei, Mice. What's interesting, and I don't remember the gist of the conversation where the way my father-in-law, Zalgazanzeit, said, but he had a discussion with Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky at one point, that this haftairah of this erva of Isra Arayas is we read Mincha of Yom Kippur. And what I think was asked is very fascinating. What do we lay in every Mincha of a Tainus Tzibur? Vayichal. Vayichal talks about the Egel and the Hashem, that there was a broken Luchais. But then, finally, Psalacha, Luchais Avonim, Karishainim. Hashem says, give, write a new Luchais, a second Luchais. On one hand, it was seemingly lower level than the first one, but at the same time, it was the biggest bracha of it is the fact that we have with that the Medrash, Halachas, Agadis, everything's built into it. We got the second Luchais, and we got it on Yom Kippur. So wouldn't it make sense, every Tainas Tzibur we talk about the second Luchais, shouldn't we lane on Mincha of Yom Kippur by Yichal, like every other Tainas Tzibur, even more so because it actually took place on Yom Kippur. The Chazal say that the Pesalucha, the giving of those Luchais, of the second Luchais, took place on Yom Kippur. I don't know what they answered, but the idea is, you see how the Torah placed this overriding that laning of Ayechal. And they bring many reasons for it. People should now, at the end of a fast, people could think about doing tshuva on these things, um, and so on, many other reasons. Some connected to, 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 to Yoyna, about how tshuva helps for everything, including things like this. And you have to really be maimon in such a tshuva, and so on. But the bottom line is, you see how important it is, is if Hashem, through the Chazal, arranged that the Kriya of this Parsha, of Arayas, is on Mincha of Yom Kippur. Then, by understanding this, we understand why the Torah discourages and 
basically negates the concept of premarital premarital sex, of having sexual relation before marriage. Now, for those who are bali tshuva, meaning they were not educated or they slipped up, there's always tshuva. It could be undone. So when we talk about any type of negative effect or spiritual consequence of that, one needs to understand that tshuva helps for everything and undoes any negative damage. But at the same time saying that, before the fact, with extreme strong emphasis, the Torah says no. Outside marriage, it is unhealthy, it is dangerous. And the problem is, is that what they call time of the Yisura, which we talked about in earlier Shiorim, the, the, the fact that it's forbidden creates a certain type of appeal to it. But the idea being, though, is to hold strong, because the bottom line is, by animals, sex is without commitment. It's sort of like scratching an itch. Again, there's reasons why Hashem made certain animals monogamous. He actually made certain animals that they stick to their one mate primarily. But it's instinctual. But Hashem wanted this to be a unique marriage. Now, how do you come into the account of the idea of, at least on a derisive level, of a man marrying more than one wife? I asked certain G'dayli Yisrael about Pilegesh, why is it even a Jewish concept? It's an it's a, it's a interesting dynamic and problem. But the bottom line is, is Hashem did not design it ideal to be that way. Hashem wanted a unique connection of Devek. And Hashem wants that every intimacy, every intimate act, needs to create the Vedavak Ba'ishtai, that there's a connection, husband, wife, wife to husband, which includes not just the physical slash sexual, but includes the emotional, includes the spiritual. And a single-minded focus of emotion takes a lot of energy. And if you start having this premarital sexual connection, you're basically training your brain and your heart to have sex without commitment. Sex for its own sake, which by a human being is impossible. Now you're going to say, some people are going to say, well, I remember in the good old days, quote-unquote, a non-Jew, an actor, actress, or some, they said, it was great. We weren't affected negatively by this. It, it, it was expressive, it was wonderful, um, and so on and so forth. But it is simply not the case. It's a Tamadi Surah that throws into it there. But the idea being, though, is that Hashem did not make human beings that way. That it should be totally physical. It always falls apart at some point in time. It's similar to what it says, Ani li, I am to my beloved, my beloved is to me. Only Hashem to you and you to Hashem. Same thing in marriage, only you to me, me to you. Husband to wife, wife to husband. So again, with a balchuva or people who slipped up and they read these romance novels or watch these romantic movies that are poison in many ways and other things that they were exposed to, there's always tshuva, it can be undone but one needs to realize the inherently destructive quality of that, that it really hurts and it destroys. It says that God of the Jewish people, Sine Zima, hates that type of Hefkeris. Hates, actually Sine hates it. 
because it's very simple. Hashem wants a one-on-one relationship with every single human being and with every single Jew, certainly. So Hashem wants that relationship to be manifested in this world by a husband to wife, wife to husband, exclusive, exclusive connection, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Bracha v'hatzlacha.